Hello everyone. I hope you all are doing well. And uh, for the last two weeks, there haven't been any episodes published. I know, I know. Really sorry for that. But uh, here we are again, and uh, we are back with another episode of Learn from Traders. And on this week's episode, our topic is something that's very unique and something that's very new. Not just on for the podcast, but also for me. Also for uh, me uh, as a trader, I've never encountered uh, this asset class. I've never learned about this asset class. I've never traded it before. So on this episode, we'll be learning about a new asset class from Mr. Abhishek Dubey, who is our guest for this episode. So the asset class that I'm talking about is commodities. So we have seen uh, and heard around us people keep talking about gold has become expensive. Gold has become cheaper. It's time to buy gold. or silver are all one of the commodities people trade in them people invest in them just like gold and silver there are other commodities as well that we can trade in so in this episode you learn about the type of commodities that you are allowed to trade in in india how the commodities market is structured india india and india around the world and how how far have we come as a country as a stock market in the commodities field So Mr Abhishek Dubey holds lots of experience in the field of commodities. He has been a trader for almost uh, 15 years now and uh, he has definitely spent a long time in this field. A, a very experienced professional and he's also a teacher in the field of stock market. So in his career in the stock market he has worked with various financial services companies such as Nirmal Bang and Relicare Commodities. in their commodities and currency trading departments currently he is a visiting faculty in many organizations like the national stock exchange bibs credent academy he has started his own venture called wealthcoach.com through which he aims to spread financial education and help people get started in their trading and investing journeys it's quite similar to our aim here at the learn from traders podcast to help everyone gain good quality knowledge from experienced people and grow we believe that experience is the best education and today we'll be diving deep into the experience and knowledge bank of mr abhishek he is a very passionate teacher and he loves teaching and we all are curious learners so we all make a great community cheers to that so let's get started now and uh, i'll be asking very basic questions to mr abhishek as i don't know anything about commodity trading and you will find me uh burning with curiosity and uh, just you know getting very excited because this is a new thing for me as well and, and I love learning new things so be prepared to uh, to hear, hear me sound like someone learning abcd for the first time and i hope you're ready to learn, ready to learn something new today welcome to the learn from traders episode and uh, i welcome you all once again take care i hope you all are staying safe and like always i'll say everything that you learn here learn it with a little bit of skepticism first see if it applies to your life and only then apply it to check out all the courses that mr abhishek has to offer and to enroll for them visit his website www.wealthcoach.com w e a l t h k o s h.com you can also follow his youtube channel with the same name wealthcoach let's get started you'll definitely enjoy a lot in this thank you so much Welcome to Learn from Traders Mr Abhishek it's a pleasure to have you on my show 
and explore a topic that is something that we have not covered till now and that is something that i'm personally very excited to learn about so welcome once again sir and let's get our discussion on commodities trading started thanks thanks meet for inviting me on your podcast so i would i would be glad to share my views and my experience with you all wonderful so wonderful we aim to learn a lot from you so with that uh, let's get started right away so take us to your first few years in the stock market like how did you start this journey and uh, more importantly why did you choose this as a career so to be very honest na i will answer the second part first to be very honest i never choose this as a career right so when i completed my studies and i wanted to break into the corporate world that was something a very interesting phase uh, for the stock market actually what has happened uh, because of the dot com bubble of the late 90s and the uh, and the, uh, the twin tower attack on the world trade center the market was depressed till 2003 and the four starting so everybody uh were not that much interested in this particular field but this market uh, being a commerce student it used to excite me so when i approached a uh, uh, i a uh, a company called carvi stock broking limited uh, they took the interview few rounds and then i was selected it was not a very planned one to be very honest and it was a very interesting phase because if i can give you a number when i entered stock market it was hovering around 5000 and within less than 4 years it went up to 21000 so can you imagine four times so if you want to do four times suppose nifty right now is suppose 15000 is more than that just do four times what will happen in next 3 4 years nifty goes down to 60000 there will be absolute mania right so that was the time when i entered and the market was just trying to have a uptick right understood so you started out as a trader right away with carvi no 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 i started with a as a employee you can say i was a employee with a carvi uh, stock broking limited so it it started my career in the financial field hmm. right so what uh, made you what attracted you to commodities trading like now that you specialize in commodities trading you also have a diploma i believe from wellington institute in commodities trading right. so what made you right. like commodities so much see uh, this is also something that has happened by chance right so what happened uh, the first uh, reporting head of mine he told that you are a young chap and you are fresh uh, out of uh, say studies so there is a new thing that is just starting out to give you a context uh, commodity exchanges in india in the modern way had started in late 2003 november december 2003 and i was entering just after a year 
so there was a dearth of professionals in the commodity market nobody knew what is commodity market and everybody were happy with the equity market so he told that you should clear one of the exam of the exchange at that time there was no nism as such there was ncfm it was the exam of the national stock exchange so they asked me to clear this commodity exam so i did that so then i was offered that i should develop this business for my company then i realized one thing i am trying to develop a business but nobody is there to guide me or to help me because nobody understands right so absolutely no helping hand was there immediate so i realized one thing only education can take me forward so while doing the business i started this diploma in commodities market and it was a joint collaboration of multi commodity exchange and wellington institute of management so i'm grateful that mcx at that time focused on building manpower that can explore this market for themselves as for as for as well as for their clients so that really helped me a lot it opened my mind regarding commodities market it made me feel alive i i got to know a lot of things about commodity market and then i built on that particular knowledge over a period of time i can see why you stress on education so much because now that you are a trainer and educator yourself uh the fact right. that you decided to pursue a diploma and learn more about this get a proper knowledge shows uh that you know you were really serious about this from the beginning which is really good to see so uh for the listeners i would like to uh, tell that this episode will be about commodities you learn only about commodities and how to trade them but we won't discuss oh, you should buy this commodity on monday sell it on friday we'll it'll be like a class for you to learn what commodities actually are so we're not going to discuss any strategies here but mr abhishek is here just to teach us from his knowledge and experience how the commodities markets work right so with that uh, let's begin the part where we dive deep into the learning aspect so uh, abhishek sir i would like to understand from you what are commodities really and why why can we trade them like it is sometimes so funny to think that someone says oh i bought rice and it went up i bought cotton and it went up i mean if you think of it in a literal sense it does it doesn't mean anything but why are we allowed to trade commodities why does the commodities market exist okay so it is a interesting question and this is a one question that comes uh not right now it has come from the day one right see i told you uh, equity market was skyrocketing when i entered everybody was excited and when somebody used to say what is going on in that computer and somebody used to say commodities and people used to say yaar i am buying reliance i am buying infosys wipro and all those stuffs and what are you doing you are aap log kya dhaniya jeera ye sab aap khareedoge right so they were asking about the whether we would be buying this turmeric and jeera and all the other stuffs right so people get amused what is happening right 
now let me ask you one question so as you told uh, told the audience that we are going to interact so i cannot ask the audience right now so i would be asking you so you have to be a, 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 a to be game on this right oh, sure. so my point is very clear my point is very clear uh, when humans started to trade what was that system known as barter right so can i say i was exchanging commodities for commodities right right so then what happened then people started trading commodities for metals be it uh, gold be it metal uh, copper or be it silver then it it converted into coins and then these coins got replaced by currency notes correct so can i say from the time immemorial we have been trading only commodities yeah you can say i that. was buying commodity for commodity then what happened i started buying commodities in exchange of the metals then those metals were replaced by coins then people started buying commodities against the currencies the currency note that we do right we do always trading all about yeah always exchanging one thing for another another thing and this thing used to be commodities that was right. commerce known as yeah right yeah interestingly people think that trading in stocks is really cool and logical i don't mind the cool stuff because everybody is entitled for their choice but when somebody thinks that it is logical but commodity trading is not logical then comes my problem now please understand stock trading is a very recent phenomena the concept of company itself is a recent phenomena the concept of listed uh, uh, say stocks is a recent phenomena but buying and selling gold buying and selling rice buying and selling wheat or a corn or a sugar is as old as humans themselves the the moment we became civilized the moment we started trading in commodities so this is one thing that people should understand now now uh i might be going a bit deep into this because this is very very important see please understand right now because of the russia ukraine war what is pinching you more the performance of the company or the oil price definitely the oil price so if i would have bought crude oil and the crude oil went up i would have made money out of this 100% so the moment you start your day and by the time you sleep you are basically consuming commodities that's a very right? nice way of putting it i never thought of it that way right so right. please understand commodities are very near to us compared to the stocks mm. right now people say people only people who are say jewelers they should trade gold only people who are related to agricultural thing should trade that particular agricultural thing 
then by that standard only people who can read balance sheet should invest in stock market right right, right? so 95% of the population will go away from this trading yeah. business of stocks right right so what this is what happens see my my whole mission is this to simplify and to make people aware and believe that there is something called commodities market right and this is as accessible as easily tradable as equity derivatives right so you mentioned that you are on an aim to educate people right and i'm very glad that right. uh, i've i'm able to have you on uh, my podcast and you you're using it as a platform to spread education i'm very glad that we are doing this so why did you you know not uh, do it earlier like you you started uh, just for the listeners i would like to know that abhishek sir's uh, educational venture is known as wealth coach he is the founder and over there he teaches people like he mentioned about commodities market so you can go to wealthcoach.com w e a l t h k o s h.com and see uh, all the courses that uh, sir has on offer and he also has a youtube channel that you can check out so my next question to you is why did you not do this earlier sir like when the commodities market was uh, still new like why did you start so late actually uh, uh, me what happens na uh, the way you are seeing it your question is valid but now understand my side what happens na when i started commodities i as i told you i was not having anybody with whom i can interact right so it was a lonely journey but i was given the responsibility of building a business right to develop a business for my company now understand one thing how the customers will come because the customers the clients the traders they themselves don't know commodities what is commodities i cannot reach to each and every uh, clients so i have to develop a manpower now please understand at that time the manpower was fresh nobody was knowing commodities i cannot expect a guy who is having a experience of 5 years in commodities to join my company because the commodity market in india itself was 1 1 and 1/2 years old and to get experience manpower was virtually impossible so now understand my focus mm. i was having two focus one focus was to educate the customers and the second was to educate the employees so i have to take freshers and to develop them into commodity professionals i have to literally explain each and every trader that if you can trade in nifty if you can trade in bank nifty if you can trade in reliance futures you can also trade in all these commodities this is not a rocket science right so entire initial years if you see it went on explaining training and educating the people for my company so then we used to do investors awareness uh, uh, seminars along with exchanges so we used to travel extensively and it used to be a joint awareness uh, program 
so mcx ncdx we have to uh, say jointly do those stuffs also so all my uh, time in my career i have been doing this at every level see there were people who are doing equities so we have to explain them if you are if you are dealing your clients with equities why don't commodities so switch commodities to your clients educate them so that they can take informed decisions right so entire thing has been this but uh, then i decided when i decided that i want to be independent so i want to be a trader i want to be a trainer so then i chose my uh, own path so that is what you can see right now right so it, you can think that it is late but for me it has been my journey so far like this one right i'm, I'm sorry if the question sounded a little rude but the main question uh, no 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 perfect perfect the question makes sense right the main question that i wanted to get to was why was commodities market introduced so late in india because i know in the us uh, and other western countries commodities market have been existence for a long time like commodities market by that i mean proper exchanges that facilitate commodities trading like i know for a fact oh, that perfect. chicago mercantile exchange is one of the oldest in the world so why right. did it come so late to india and only in the That's early right. 2000s like you mentioned see i will give you an idea uh oh. please understand this part commodities uh, listen to this very very carefully it is very important commodities are very sensitive and politicized topic right kindly understand right now if you remember i don't know uh, uh, if you ever remembered uh, at one time one of the government got in danger because the onion prices have risen very very high right now after the 2000 uh, uh, say 19 uh, attack when india banned and uh, curtail a lot of trading with pakistan a lot of onions comes from pakistan we are not that much self sufficient with onions so what happened the prices in 2019 second half started to skyrocket and the condition became so bad that we have to import onions from turkey right and this has happened in 2019 as as recent as 2019 now when it is a matter of commodities that is very near to people it becomes sensitive so you know whenever we go to market we buy potatoes and onions together but how many people know that onions we are very very self sufficient there is no shortage of that but uh, potato sorry but with onions it can create a bit of a problem if there is no proper supply so what happens is any time commodities prices will rise people will blame it is going it is rising because there is a speculation that is happening at the exchange level right and there is a deeper uh, issues also and it has not it doesn't happen only in india 
it happens in the entire world there is a uh, one of a very great trader of his time uh, the name is mr jesse livermore so the equity traders fondly know him but they don't understand majority of his trades were in commodities less in equities more in commodities so when this world war 1 and 2 was happening he understood that the coffee prices will go up because uh, uh, us is uh, taking a lot of coffee from the outside world so he took a buy position so all those people who have taken a short position the prices started to skyrocket and they were in a false position they have to pay a lot of money so they went to the authorities and they convinced them that it is not proper to uh, make money from the war kind of a scenario so they got the coffee trading ban for some time for some years so understand what kind of a situation can be created because of the commodity prices fluctuating now you have to take into account the indian conditions also it is not that uh, there uh, there was no commodity trading in india the entire mumbai that you see was thriving on cotton trading so cotton trading was a very very big business in mumbai in those days i am talking about pre independence time right then what happened uh, during before independence also uh, you have seen the world war 1 world war 2 happened bengal famine happened all these things contributed to a situation where trading in commodities would have led to a lot of black marketing and lot of carteling at that time so a lot of prohibitions were made and as our economy grew more uh, more and more government centric like see government was taking control of everything so commodity trading was never considered uh, properly by any of the successive governments things changed when the liberalization happened so when liberalization happened very quickly you got uh, national stock exchange then the development happened dmat started electronic trading started and it took around 10 12 years for people to get convinced to start commodities trading in the modern way so there is a lot of history and a lot of uh, nitty gritties around this why commodity trading uh, started so late but it is always good to start maybe later but there are lot of things that goes behind taking this kind of a decision hmm. beautiful and i can give you one example also till 2007 there were lot of pulses that were traded like we eat urad we eat tuar all these pulses were traded but during that time there was a huge shortage and even there was a demand for banning haldiram Uh, products also because indirectly it was exporting pulses so exports were curtailed uh, there was a huge price rise at that time so what happened the trading in these type of commodities got banned at that time also and it has not, uh, never restarted so it can become a sensitive and a topic that 
people uh, will try to avoid as much as possible amazing sir amazing this there's so much that i did not know about the commodities market and uh, right. like this is a very new topic to me so i have a lot of questions for you i'm going to uh, fry your brain <laughs> is the best way i can put no it no issues because uh, i'm very curious about this topic so so my first right. question is what type of commodities are we allowed to trade like in the kitchen we see jeera rice ad- ad- dal mm. fruits mm. vegetables like what what are mm-hmm. in india see please understand uh, i am i am not being technical huh? please understand i am not using any acts i am not using any years because i believe that all these things makes uh, make a simple thing complicated right so please understand one thing first of all how these commodities uh are defined matlab how do you define what is a commodity and what is not right now let us understand one thing anything can be a commodity right we understand whatever we consume we call it as a commodity but for us commodity is something that is either extracted or either it is grown from the earth right say so like oil we extract soya bean we grow right gold silver we extract these are the things that we can consider as commodities right so first of all we should understand what are the definition of the commodity so basic idea is raw form used as a raw material and and it is either extracted or either grown something like this right so this is one thing now which commodities will be traded it will be as per the guidelines of the government policies right so please understand some commodities are in abundance in india but as i explained with onions some commodities we are very much in a 50 50 kind of a scenario so the commodities which are in abundance will be allowed for trading but the commodities who uh, which we tend to import or or there is a tendency in between we import some part those commodities normally are not traded unless and until these are commodities like oil gold because we import oil we import gold so so the commodities basically that you see are the commodities in which we are self sufficient right so at this point what i will do na uh meet i will give you an idea because uh, uh, when uh, that question can come i don't know so i'm just giving for the uh, sake of the audience an idea see when you trade in stocks are you are you interested in all companies private public or you are only and only interested in publicly listed and traded stocks yeah publicly in which you are interested publicly right yeah right now when you talk about commodities commodities can be anything there are several commodities but when we discuss commodity market in india we discuss those commodities that are listed i am using the word listed but the technical term is exchange traded commodities oh. so we should be concentrating on the exchange traded commodities okay. not all commodities 
so in commodities right. also there are uh, commodities that are officially listed or like you said they are exchange traded that can exchange be traded on traded right 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 so oh. what happens what happens suppose uh, when commodity market started uh, there were two primary exchanges there were multiple exchanges at that time but pan india two primary exchanges were there that was mcx and ncdx right so multi commodity exchange and national commodity and derivative exchange so now what happens now when we talk about mcx mcx is having certain commodities say if i if i can give you an idea there are around 20 commodities that are listed right that are traded so these are the commodities mcx is comfortable now where the mcx is getting the guidelines it is getting from the sebi just like stocks and sebi at the end of the day is going to work as per the policies of the government right they cannot go against that policy so first we have to zero in that we should not be thinking commodities 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 we should be now started thinking on exchange traded commodities right so if i give you an idea around about 40 commodities are there overall right it can be it can change to 45 it can change to 38 but roughly 40 45 commodities are there right now in us and other developed market there are hundreds of commodities that are traded live stocks are traded eggs are traded fruits are traded vegetables are traded right but in india the infrastructure is not there so we trade limited commodities as of now as the infrastructure will develop it will develop further now like in stocks there are jargons right like we said technology sector metal sector and all the other sector in commodities what we do we divide it into two agricultural and non agricultural okay. right so when i say non agriculture it is further divided like precious metal base metal energy so when you hear some experts saying ki the the precious mark, metal market is going up so a guy who is just a newcomer he might say what is this precious metal so precious metal are simply gold and silver base metals are copper zinc aluminium lead nickel when we say energy it is we talk about crude oil we talk about natural gas so these are commodities that are considered as non agricultural so mcx is uh, specializes in these commodities and interestingly these commodity prices we are a price takers we are not price makers so in us if the price goes up by 5% in india it will go up nearly by 5% so we don't have any control over this so like you have seen with the petrol prices if the price of the crude oil will go up in india we cannot help it will it is bound to go up right then non agricultural uh, the agricultural commodities also are subdivided like uh, uh, say i can say oil and oil complex like soya oil castor oil right then there are cereals pulses spices when i say spices there is jeera there is turmeric there is coriander all these things are used right so there are roughly nine non agricultural commodity and 30 35 uh, agricultural commodity so this is how the technical differentiation happens so right now we know that multi commodity exchange or mcx we know the company and it's also listed company on the nse and bse exchanges uh you said that 
MCX specializes in non-agricultural commodities. But what about the right. other commodities? Where do we go? And if you want to uh-huh. trade them, see, there are two things. First of all, for the information only, MCX was the first exchange in India to get listed ahead of BSC, ahead of NSD, right? Okay. Second, when we say non-agricultural uh, commodities, NCDX is the market leader. National Commodities and Derivatives Exchange. And Derivative Exchange. Now, interesting thing I'm giving you, 90%, more than 90% of the market share of the commodities market is with MCX. All right. Now, less than 10% is with NCDX. Mm-hmm. Now, one more thing is when you talk about commodities out of 40-45 commodities, these nine non-agricultural commodity commands more than 85% of the volume. So if you are a commodity trader and you only concentrate on these nine commodities, you are covering majority of the market. Now you can make sense why MCX is having so much market share. Right. Because the commodities that people are trading are majorly being specialized by MCX. So they mm. are getting this advantage. So they have created this market. People have liked their product. People are trading on those products. Mm. One more thing. Uh, NSC and BSC have also started commodities business. So when you go to nscindia.com, you can see that they are having segments now. Equity derivatives, currency derivatives, interest rate derivatives, and commodity derivatives also. Mm. All right. So now let's move to the next part of the episode. And I think this is primarily of more interest to people. This was the learning part. Now the implementation part. Like I'm not saying we have learned completely everything that there is to learn about commodities, but what I'm talking about is trading in commodities. So like you mentioned, there are two exchanges, MCX and NCDX. Now, uh, I know this, this timings slightly differ from the stock market timings in India, which is 9.15 to 3.30. So, so what are the exact timings for these two exchanges? So I have given a hint regarding this. Now I would be explaining this in detail. Wonderful. The commodity market starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. And it goes on till 11.30 in the night. So right now when we are speaking, the commodity market is in full flow, right? And and, uh, for roughly five to six months, it goes on till 11.55. So from 9 to 12, it goes. Why it goes? This should be the question. The point is... As I told you, our major, major trading happens in non-agricultural commodities. Right. And I also mentioned non-agricultural commodities are predominantly, we are price takers. We don't have any control over the price. So suppose right now, I'm giving just an example. Putin does something in Ukraine. And that is very bad for the economy or the, the there is a fear. So what will happen to Dow right now? Dow is being traded right now in the evening. So it Mm. will start crashing. What will happen to the oil and the gold? They will start rising. Mm. So as a commodity trader, if I'm active in the evening, that is my main market timing. Uh, Typically, 
only one third of the volume happens in the first half the two third volume happens in the second half and that that's... is when the us market opens we follow the us market timings we don't follow it but no, majority no. of volume we happens. don't follow ha so see if you ask any equity trader na mm-hmm. whenever he sees dow rising or dow sinking he only wishes uh, i wish my equity market was open right now i could have taken a trade right because tomorrow there will be a gap up or a gap down of thing he cannot do anything right but in commodities as the market is going up and down if you if, if i don't know whether you remember or not just a week ago there was in new york some shooting that happened yeah yeah right right yeah. so that happened in the evening india time yeah so the moment it happened as a commodity trader we knew the gold prices are going to spike Mm. Understand because if any terrorist activity or any an untoward incident will happen, the commodity market will react. So normal people are enjoying their evening, but commodity traders and commodity professionals are very much alive at that particular time, evening, late evening, till ten thirty, eleven. There is a big fluctuation that happens. So I understand mainly two things from what you just told. Firstly, is that commodity trading is quite hectic because you have to stay on your toes for such a long time, more than twelve hours a day, right? So it, it's it's a hectic. Right. Time. That's one thing. Right. And second thing is, uh, as traders and professionals in the commodities market, you guys react to news and other world events more than the technical aspects of trading. Am I how 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 true is that, sir? Now let me ask you. on 24th of november uh, sorry 24th of february nifty came down by more than 300 points why any uh, idea uh, that was i believe the start of the russia ukraine war if i'm not wrong so was that technical or was that news that was completely news based event based completely news now tomorrow if rbi keeps interest rate change unchanged or increases the interest rate or decreases the interest rate mm. will the market react yes yes definitely so please understand people try to think commodity market is entirely different equity market is entirely different but please understand in both the places the persons who are buying and selling are human beings so mm-hmm. human beings react to news views and the technicals so everything that is applicable in equity market is going to happen in the same way in the commodities market also mm-hmm. so now the point i can understand from where the question is coming so if i can just uh, help you out i have seen people educated people i have seen educated professors i am not naming the institute i am saying the india's best 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 institute technical and management the professors from there also i have heard asking this question why commodity prices goes up and down we can understand in equities why it goes up but i cannot understand why the commodity market is going up and down right now understand one thing the entire pr- world anything anything from a small thing like a pin 
to a very big thing like a aeroplane everything's price depends upon demand and supply now the point is because of fear the supply will increase because of greed the demand will increase now why this fear and why this greed comes that is a different question if a company says i have got i have bagged an order the greed will come if there is a raid by ed on a very big corporate house the fear will come but people think this is technical right but please understand the same thing will happen in commodities man i am giving you one very good example hmm. alaska alaska is a place that is not easily accessible right but oil flows from there also pipelines are there now suppose there is a technical issue with that pipeline something needs repair what will happen to the oil supply will it be normal or will it be disrupted will it it will be disrupted for the short term so if it is disrupted for the short, short term what should happen to the oil prices uh they should technically see supply will get disturbed but demand will still be there so demand will be greater than supply so prices will rise now you understand commodity market meet i was just here half an hour into this right. and now you are understanding commodity market right yes. now i'll ask you in uh, in us there are hurricanes that comes yeah so there was a at one point of time there was a hurricane named katrina right mm-hmm. so wherever katrina went it destroyed the oil fields oh okay so if the oil field will be destroyed what will happen there will be shortage of oil for sure the oil price will go up hmm acha you remember recession yes uh, 2008 in in 2008 I so was in recession yeah right but recession is a opposite of rising price the price keeps on falling because right. there is no demand mm-hmm. so the economy is not demanding what will happen to the oil price so supply is there but demand is not there supply is greater than demand basic rule of economics price will go down so the price from 148 barrel a dollar per barrel mm. the price within 6 months went to 30 dollars mm. all right so it's basic demand Makes and sense. supply basic economics everything is demand and supply but if you are a technical trader forget about demand and supply look at the charts everything mm. is clear which right. brings so me to now coming name. to this yeah yeah huh. no no please please go now coming to this again i am giving you a question mm-hmm. now the point is uh, how many people swear by candlestick charts a lot we use yeah. candlestick charts mm. majority of the traders use candlestick charts right candlestick charts were used by which people who were the people who were using candlestick charts i think the japanese people invented it japanese rice traders if i'm not wrong you are talking about commodities meat rice traders uh they invented something known as candlestick which mm-hmm. equity traders use and they say that we use something technical mm. are you are you realizing this yes, thing yes. are you realizing this mm. now i'm giving you one thing 
equity traders there are many people who use cci there is a indicator known as cci okay the name itself is commodity channel index so this indicator was invented to be used in commodities market later on it got adapted in equities market now mm-hmm. coming to a very famous indicator known as rsi mm-hmm. rsi was used or started for commodities trading later on it got adopted by uh, the equity traders there is a very very famous experiment in the field of trading known as the turtle traders yes yes so right so everybody knows about turtle traders whoever is interested in reading but majorly people ignore this part that who were the people who were doing this experiment they were the commodity traders commodity futures traders mm. and they were of this view that they can create traders so basically that experiment like jesse livermore primarily happened in the commodities market so understand this thing when people think about commodities then their mind only thinks in one way this is something exotic mm. that something happens that is not normal and they think like this mm. i will give you one one example there is a place near kolkata that is tarkeshwar mm. and at one point of time the potatoes of tarkeshwar traded on the exchange platform so okay. in the month of january i was having a having a uh, say a sip of uh, tea and it was drizzling and i was enjoying that weather mm-hmm. then i came to know that the potato prices have skyrocketed it has hit the upper circuit okay so i asked why it has hit the upper circuit so the research guy told sir you are enjoying tea and the drizzle but it is raining cats and dogs in tarkeshwar So if there is mm. unseasonal rain with what will happen to the crops mm. the supply will get disrupted supply get is what will happen to the uh, potato price but our price will go up will, for the short term it will go up upper circuit uh. right right so see this is what happens now now i will tell you one thing if you see tata steel tata steel has given stupendous returns right right in last few years people are enjoying that but people don't understand the entire metal market is up uh, so to give you an idea the copper prices pre pandemic was around about 400 rupees per kg hmm. during pandemic it went down to 350 rupees per kg mm-hmm. do you know what is the price of copper right now it is more than 800 rupees per kg now just understand it has doubled more than doubled mm. so understand the why the metal prices are going up because there is a demand because there is a demand these metal companies are making money because these metal companies are making money the shareholders are getting rewarded okay so okay. everything is connected see i am now giving you a disclaimer i am not I never interrupted you in this regard see what happens when you are introducing or we, we were discussing the explanation was given like see sir you are a specialized uh, you specialize in commodities right 
Now understand, my view is very simple. There is an economy, and there are asset classes. Mm-hmm. In economy, nothing happens in isolation. Right. If there is a inflation, there is a change in interest rate. So interest rate derivative will get impacted. Right. If there is a change in interest rate, there is a change in currency prices. Currency market gets impacted. If there is a plus and minus of inflation, the news will impact the equity market and the demand and the supply. See, when you say inflation, what is the definition of inflation? Rising General price. rise in price of commodities. Mm-hmm. So inflation means the commodity prices are going up, mm-hmm. right? So Maruti is declaring that they are increasing the car prices. Why? Because the input cost is high. What input cost? The metal prices. So the metal prices are going up. The metal stocks are going up. Everything is related. So I prefer being a 360 degree uh, worldview person mm-hmm. rather than swearing in by that I am. The, I see the market in only this regard. One asset class. I encourage people if you keep your eyes open, mind open, your entire perspective regarding commo- uh, the world market or the financial market will open up so at this point i will give you one example one example if you go back during corona times mm-hmm. if you go back during corona times the indian stock market people started to take corona seriously only and only on 26th or 27th of february when the market first crashed big time mm-hmm. but it is there in the open if you go to youtube if you type wealth coach and corona virus you will get a video of mine that i recorded and published on 25th of january i was talking about the impact of corona prices on crude oil uh, corona cases on crude oil prices mm. i never knew that corona will be so big but at least i we knew that there is a correlationship between a corona virus and the oil prices mm. recently 24th of february equity traders realized that there is something called ukraine and russia and there is something a tension now again i am saying if you go and see one of my videos on internet you will find on 9th of february or something around about i'm i don't remember the exact date but it was in the first week of february i was giving the weekly outlook on the commodities and i clearly mentioned it is there on the internet that there is something war kind of a situation that is building up between russia and ukraine and this can lead to natural gas prices that were trading around 400 to go up to 450 from 400 to 450 but for, last three months the prices have not only touched 450 now the natural gas prices has gone up to 600 rupees mm. so please understand russia ukraine is not going to impact only commodity it will go it is also going to impact your equity market mm. so the moment you start seeing all these markets your mind and the horizon broadens up and that is very much required you should be aiming for being a 360 degree trader or investor rather than thinking that oh i i will only think about equity only right 
all right that's a wonderful wonderful answer which makes me ask my next question which is does the action happen in the commodities market first before we see the results in the equity market like you might give the example of tata steel there are steel stocks have been going up for a long long time then uh, cement stocks have gone up because uh, cement has become more expensive right so can we uh, say right. that uh, you can be bullish on commodities in the commodities market and on stocks in the stocks market in the equities market at the same time and make money so you are saying that i can be bullish on both the things and can i make money from both the markets is this your question yeah and i'm asking this because you mentioned that because steel prices went up uh, tata steel also gave amazing returns so uh, is it because right. of that only see now now it now it requires a bit deeper uh, answer to this mm-hmm. now please understand there are two kinds of a scenario when the prices of a commodity will go up one is when there is a demand and one there when there is a supply crunch mm-hmm. which is healthy uh demand. demand crunch or the supply crunch uh the demand where crunch. the demand is more right yeah where the demand is more huh am i right yeah that is a healthy scenario right right the demand is more supply is not able to meet it they are supplying but they are not able to meet it. Mm-hmm. when this kind of a scenario will happen this is healthy for the company right this is healthy for the market but when there is a disruption in the supply chain but there is no in change in demand then the prices will go up in the short term right but what will happen once the supply is restored it will again come back right so whenever you are thinking like this you have to keep in mind why the prices are going up like see when i suggest my clients we never suggested when this oil prices was going up because of the war people were saying that load up to the energy stocks and all we understand the day the settlement will happen the prices will come down mm. right but but suppose there is a see uh, commodities like any other market are cyclical so mm. there were a period for one year or two year when there was absolutely no demand so i will give you one scenario when this uh, trump and the china trade war was going on trade war mm. so uh, america was increasing the duties on china so right. china being the manufacturer of the world was not able to sell their products mm. because they are not able to sell their finished products will do you think they will demand more raw material oh uh, yeah definitely no no they are not able to sell their product in okay. us because of the tariffs sell in the us okay okay yes the, then because they... trump is putting uh, uh, duties there huh? yeah. so china china is not able to sell their products there so mm. their inventories will pile up of the finished product right. so do you think they will ask for the raw materials no so what will happen to the metal prices uh, in china they will definitely uh, there is a pent up the manufacturing hub of the world is china ha huh. and china if it will not demand do you think the prices of copper zinc and other base metal will rise no it will not rise mm. right to fall because yeah. there is no demand from the manufacturer right right so the prices will fall now understand the situation of the traders when this if, if you remember this trump and china was on and off thing 
Trump used to get excited one day and issue the statement, and he used to uh, lie idle for next uh, two weeks. Mm. So there was a constant fear that America can do certain things with China. Right. So people used to be very wary during that time. So there was a very big period when the metal prices were not rising. Mm. Why? Because there is no demand, proper demand, but. if this kind of a scenario is there the metal stocks can still rise why they can rise because there is a general rally in the market they can fall because there is a general fall in the market right but when this metal market or any particular market goes up because of the demand it will have a twin effect it will have a effect on the underlying commodity also and it will it will have a impact on the stock price all right so i mean commodities market is not any uh, predictor predictor for the equities market it's just that no it should not it should not be should not be it gives you the state of the economy the state of the world affairs but many people do this mistake they try to copy they say if i can understand the copper say the copper prices is going up let me buy hindustan copper there is a mm. stock called hindustan copper limited Right. so they try to buy that so that is a very bad strategy it should not be done hmm. because it, it it is just like see sometimes it will work like uh, sugar stocks goes up why because the there is ethanol branding see hmm. understand if there is a ethanol branding the demand for sugar is also rising na? right so you will see the sugar prices going up you will see the sugar stocks going up but this is happening for a certain reason it will not happen always in this fashion only so mm-hmm. it becomes a recipe for disaster for blindly doing this right mm-hmm. so uh, as a commodity trader where do you go to learn like uh, uh, of course there are world events that you are always learning from such as covid then there was ukraine war but other than that what are your uh, sources of learning like any books that you would recommend to someone who wants to become a commodity trader how how should you learn i will recommend i will recommend people search for books where they can learn commodities trading but that is a wrong approach if you understand commodity as a asset class your understanding about the technicals will help you in trading in commodities mm-hmm. at the end of the day any commodity bit currency bit commodity bit equity should be done on the technical point of view right but understanding the asset class i can recommend one very good book that is known as hot commodities it is by jim rogers and jim rogers is uh, normally often considered to be the warren buffet of the commodities market the, he is so mathematician it is jim rogers mm-hmm. and it is hot commodities so right. it gives you the fundamental side the asset class side of the commodities market so this is one uh, thing that you should one should be uh, interested in if he wants he or she wants to learn about commodities market but mm. please understand there is one thing that any person can do like when you think about equities people tend to go to moneycontrol.com right right and they search a, a very by default website so for commodities it should be investing.com so many okay. people are still using it for equities 
but there is one trick that you have to do and i'm sharing it uh, for the benefit of the users whenever you go to investing.com it will prompt you to change the setting from us to india mm-hmm. don't change your setting don't customize it to the indian site okay. the moment you will customize the website will give you the information regarding indian market more mm-hmm. right it is not a dedicated commodity website it is a all asset class website so they will predominantly give you the information regarding equities if you select india but what will happen if you will select us that is a by default one mm. you will get the information what the us audience is getting and as i have told you the commodity prices are dependent on the us prices you will get articles you will get informations that will give you what is going on what can happen and there are n number of things just to give you an idea there is something like a gold and silver ratio so if the gold price is x there is a ratio of the silver prices sometimes they get decoupled so when there is an article regarding this when you read this this is how you will develop see people gives hours and hours years and years to an asset class called equity so why don't you give some time regularly to commodities if you give some ta- some time for commodities your learning will develop over a period so there are websites like investing.com bloomberg.com kitco.com so these are the commodities fxempire.com forexfactory.com mm. so these are the websites foreign websites that will give you very good information about the current affairs and about the historical perspective of the commodities and the good thing about commodities market is meet the in stocks you always worry which stock to buy there are so many stocks but in commodities this is not a question there are only handful of commodities that you should be aware of right. so you can go deep in understanding those commodities from the fundamental and the technical aspect makes so much sense so you mentioned that you mentioned trading in stocks and trading in commodities and of course by now we have understood how they are different from each other but uh, if i were to ask you why i should trade commodities over stocks because we are in a you know boom we are in a bull market since the covid uh, crisis has come there has been a rush to trade stocks and you know new traders have entered the market but i don't uh, understand why people are not more open towards uh, you know trading commodities why is there not a rush to trade commodities like there is a rush to trade stocks equities so why should someone trade commodities over stocks in your opinion so amit let us address both the sides why people are not trading and why they should trade right yeah. let us answer the first part why people are not trading there is absolutely one thing known as awareness i am glad that you are doing this episode so at least there will be some people who would be getting awareness about commodities market right as i could not have imagined something like this happening 10 years ago mm-hmm. but this is a reality if you go 20 years back or 25 years back nobody will talk about equities openly they will talk in a hush hush manner that so that their elderly people don't listen that i am active in equity market 
because equity market was considered as a place for speculators gamblers so that was not true that was only lack of awareness the same thing happening with commodities lack of awareness as more and more people will develop as a traders there will be more information that will be flowing around another thing is commodities uh, products are slightly complicated to just give you an idea in equity derivatives all monthly expiry happens on one day that is last thursday of the month but every commodity is having a different expiry date so one has to remember that some commodities are cash settled some are delivery settled so you have to remember what are the dates for this so there are uh, there is a uh, there is something known as uh, a a bit complicated product so uh, a, a guy who can easily trade a nifty or a bank nifty when somebody says ki gold is a deliverable contract so square off your position 5 days prior to expiry so initially he thinks why to go into this i am happy doing equities right but coming to the second part why people should trade now very easily if you see last 6 months do you think we are in a bull market last 6 no. months do you no. think market is constantly making a lower high and a lower low. right but if you see during this period commodity prices are giving a very phenomenal returns now it is up to the people do they want to make money or do they want to make money only from the equity market understand this there is a difference do you want to make money so if you want to make money there are only two ways you can make money buy right. low sell high sell high and buy low right right it doesn't matter whether you are buying a stocks where a commodity or a currency hmm. first thing second thing uh there is a stock selection dilemma for every stock trader there is no stock selection dilemma because there are hardly 9 to 10 commodities that you would be concentrating on right indian stock market is affected by number of reasons but indian commodity market is that to non agriculture i am uh, speaking will take the global cues and global cues are there for everybody to see mm. anybody can see that and they can try to replicate that again many times we have seen that market is going up that means nifty is going up my, but my stock is not going up because when you say commodity equity market you basically talk about nifty right. but if your stock is a non nifty stock there is no guarantee that it is going to go up but in commodities market there is no such thing gold will trade on the basis of its demand and supply copper will trade on its basis of demand and supply oil will trade on its basis of demand and supply so what happens if people zero in on two or three commodities their life become very simple mm. second thing there are lot of people who work during the day time so they are not able to actively trade in the equity market right. you have got a commodity market that primarily moves in the evening 
so that is also added advantage another advantage is another advantage is if you are equity trader i am hoping that equity is your business if you are a trader it is your business so don't you think if you can make money in the morning you are having an avenue where you can make money in the evening also right you can double your business if you open up your mind you can double up your business That's trade it. in the morning take rest from 3:30 to 5:30 and again start making money right another thing that people are not uh, too much aware there is no derivative product futures product in equities that can be traded at, with as low as 7000 rupees i actually wanted to ask you about the margin so can you expand a little more right right see what happens there is a product called silver micro okay silver micro is basically the price is that you see 70000 that is for 1 kg and the lot size is 1 kg okay. can you imagine a contract value of 70000 in in equities 70000 only no is with the govern current margins no see i am talking about the current prices the current prices are high 70000 The lot size is only one kg. Hmm. So the contract value is seventy thousand, no? Hmm. And if I charge you ten percent also, how much it will come? Seven thousand. Hmm. So as a trader, if you are having less money, commodity is the place to go. Hmm. There are gold products that you can trade with two thousand, two thousand five hundred rupees. Hmm. So there are products where you can trade with less money also. but again you should not trade unless you have proper knowledge because it's again see the, the concept is very simple if whenever somebody started equities they started for the first time right right now whatever steps you have taken before coming into the equity market you should also do the same thing with this so you mentioned about wealthcoach.com Mm-hmm. but there is a particular course that i have created the ultimate course on indian commodities market it is a 25 hours long course covers eight modules cover starts from the derivatives fundamentals technicals techno funda uh, individual commodities agri commodities and options so if somebody is so much interested if they go through any such kind of a material the information they will be have, having now the next step is to start trading but my point is if you start trading you started trading in derivatives like nifty for the first time you gave the margin of 1 lakh 1 lakh 50000 so understand the capital required just to check whether you can trade the nifty or not but here testing will also require very less capital just imagine a movement of 500 is a big movement in a silver so if you are wrong you are going to lose 500 rupees 500 is a risk that you can take trade in equities cash market mm-hmm. so learning on the market is also a easier way out in commodities rather than equities wonderful answer sir very well explained 
so now tell me sir in equities we can take delivery like in the cash market cash segment but in commodities we can only do fno right there is only derivatives right right so uh, why are the margins as high as uh, other uh, like uh, other contracts like nifty or bank nifty why is why is still is it because to encourage more volume why is it uh, not required why no, is the- no, no. see there are two sides to this there are two sides to this first of all when you compare with individual stocks the margins are less yeah because the normally in the individual stocks 20% margins are right right but when you compare it with nifty the margins are more or less same because mm. nifty is a indices in indices the margins are on a lower side but when you talk about stocks uh, do you remember uh, because of the merger news hdfc limited and hdfc bank went up by 10% in a single day yes now if there is a fear or if there is a greed the stock can react by 20% also mm. but during war kind of a scenario only you will see commodity prices behaving exceptionally up and down normally normally they don't move beyond a certain point so for this particular reason they are charged margin as per their volatility so if the margins is less in a particular commodity that the idea is the volatility is less so there is nothing that is being done deliberately to keep the margins lower so right. it is the nature of that particular commodity understood sir so let's say if if it's a commodity like gold or silver which is quite popular trading in these two the margins will be higher as compared to let's say a lesser known commodity no 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 it is not about known and unknown it is all about see it is a war margin mm-hmm. war margin means this is a value at risk gold is a stable commodity so the margins are very low 5 to 7% is the normal margin 5 to 7% right silver compared to uh, gold is more volatile so there is a higher margin right crude oil when compared to silver and gold is normally a more volatile commodity so the margins will be upward of 10% so the more volatile a commodity be it known or unknown the higher margins will be there less volatility the margins will be less got it sir got it and uh, now let's talk about your journey as a commodity trader like what are some of the challenges that you faced like you said that there was not enough awareness you did not have a mentor or a helping hand apart from that what are some general uh, problems that commodity traders face and how can they overcome those problems to become successful commodity traders in your experience see, see there are two two sides to this on, on, on say if you ask my journey i got a benefit i first became a professional then i became a trader right because i was uh, have a Uh, two sides of the view the business sides and the customer side right and because as a professional we have to be updated i was uh, getting a lot of research reports that i was reading i was developing my capacity so it was a easier route for me but now understand one thing this is something that happened yesterday i'm 
explaining you every wednesday there is a inventory that comes in the us regarding crude oil now anybody can understand if the inventory is in minus what should happen to the crude oil prices uh inventory a... minus that Take... means we are short of inventory yeah negative sentiment inventory is less so my supply is less huh. inventory is less that means my supply is less right my demand is same hmm when supply is less demand is same what will happen to the prices price should go up go up this data comes at 8 o'clock normally on wednesdays mm-hmm. so people when they entered this commodity market they ask question to anybody who whom they are interacting why commodity prices goes up and somebody will say them sir please see this uh, wednesday inventory will come if the inventory is down prices will go up if the inventory is up the prices will come down is he saying anything wrong uh technically no no now let me ask you if the result of the company is good what should happen to the stock price it should go up so now what we should do we should leave everything do we should not do any business just wait for the result if the result is positive just press the buy button no, if no, the no. result is negative just press the sell button do you think we will make money every time no no you won't because there is something called expectation from the street hmm. so if the expectation was of a positive result a very positive result the result came positive but not that positive so the prices will react right right negatively but just think about the layman he will think the result is positive why the prices are falling hmm. can you understand so now right. yesterday what happened the inventory came down expectation was positive inventory came negative that means the price should spike right the price spiked for next 10 minutes and after 10 minutes it came down to the price from where it started and below but do you think a normal layman trader will complete his trade in this 10 minutes no, no. he will react after 5 minutes what has happened for inventory the inventory was minus oh i will buy this will go up 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 and away but after 10 minutes the price will fall and he will book a loss and mm. he will blame that commodity market is wrong because please understand if it was so easy everybody would have made money you have to trade on the basis of the technicals these are all distractions for you so the biggest challenge the commodity trader faces is because of the lack of awareness there are lot of myths that goes around this happens that happens because of this happens so these people are trying to make easy money i will again give you an idea on 24th february if you go to internet type regarding inside edge this is a specific commodity channel that i have started mm-hmm. uh, only and only for commodity and currency where on 24th february 5 o'clock i recorded a video and i told everybody who is booking a loss in equities today they are going to simply vent out their frustration by buying crude mm. because the crude price is going up and everybody is th- seeing this is very natural if the market is going down by war 
the prices will continue to rise and i want everybody the technical setup is becoming bearish in the afternoon and what happened in the evening the prices started to came down mm. now understand this people go don't spend time reading charts they don't spend time educating themselves they simply think that the way equity market goes see the, there is a cycle of equity market normally it is in a bull market normally so what happens even if you make mistakes because of the general liquidity by the institutions when the market goes up you still end up making money but mm. this is a derivative market you have to be a hardcore trader here so trade on the basis of the technical price action and if you use indicators don't trade this is the biggest channel don't trade on the news alone trading news is a bad idea beat equity beat commodity mm. that is why i am again and again repeating the earlier a commodity trader realizes that it is all about trading first not about commodities mm. the rules of the trading will apply here so this is one of the biggest channel challenge that a commodity trader faces and that is a very valuable lesson that you've just shared with us sir. so thank you so much for that like i'm really i feel really um, you know i feel that trading and trading in equities and commodities is quite similar because the rules of the trading apply like don't base trade on don't trade based on news don't trade based out of fomo and everything so in the basics of trading apply here and uh, very wise of you to actually point it out now you know this is the reason why i i, I love uh, hosting this podcast is because my aim is to learn from experienced traders like you and i believe that uh, experience is the best education like so i'm not saying i've learned everything about commodities market that that's there to learn i have to get my own experience but i would like to thank you for sparing the time for coming on the show for coming on my show and for sharing your knowledge and experience with us it's a very uh, i would say uh, charity like thing that you're doing that you know you're just giving out your knowledge and experience that you've gained over the years to us for free and i've learned so much from you in the last one one and a half hour and i feel really sad that we have to wrap this up now but i would love to again get you on my podcast for another episode on commodities as well as on uh, other asset classes such as currencies as well sir so it has been an absolute pleasure and uh, i'm really sad to wrap it up right now but i think we are really uh, short on time so we should uh, end this here sir so uh, it was so nice of you meet so that, that you invited me see i believe that knowledge shared is a knowledge multiplied so i don't mind sharing with uh, anybody and uh, uh, see these topics are something that i'm really passionate about i can speak hours and hours at length on this so we have to bring it to a point where we have to end this so no issues uh, we can discuss any topic any time uh, whenever we can Definitely. so that is absolutely no issues it was pleasure talking to you and uh, sharing my ideas with you and you know even even though we are not sitting together in the same room and talking i could still sense your passion for uh trading and in particular for commodities so that was really uh, that's something i could feel which uh, i really appreciate so 
so here's to hoping you uh, to get on to uh, here's to hoping that you'll come back soon and uh, if you would like to learn from abhishek sir go to his website wealthcoach.com and uh, check out the and subscribe to the courses about uh, on commodities market and uh, do uh, check out and subscribe his youtube channel as well and uh, always like i'll always say uh, take everything with a little bit of skepticism with a little bit of uh, you know like trust but verify so whatever you learn here also learn it use it in your life but first see if it's actually applicable to your life don't just you know apply it blindly so with that we've come to the end of another episode of learn from so, traders neet if you don't mind yeah, you yeah. don't mind sure i would like to give a homework to yeah. everybody including you yeah, yeah sure. right do you know in the last 10 years gold prices have actually not increased at all zero so return so you are saying that 10 years ago it was also around between 50 to 58000 and now also it's the same no i have never told you i told you the gold prices gold prices in the world market was trading at 1940 dollar per try ounce in 2011 Okay. and it is trading at exactly the same price right now it has never went past a very big amount it has always came down and then regained its price now the point is now you calculate you think why in india the gold price which was 10 years ago 28 and 30000 is right now more than 50000 Hmm. So with this food for thought, we would be wrapping up this issue. Oh, definitely, I'll think about this, and I'll definitely text you what I uh, think or what I can understand. But uh, just, just uh, one suggestion: mm-hmm. you can get your answer on my YouTube channel if you search a video of mine. Okay. it is there what's the right? title huh what's the title of the video secret, secret of gold prices in india okay i i recommend everyone right. to check it out i'll go check it out myself right now because i'm very excited for this all right so thank you so much for that and uh, so whoever wants to uh, you know answer this question whoever is listening to this you can reach out to abhishek uh, sir and you can write an email to him or you can uh, go to the website and get the contact details and you can uh, text the answer to him i'm sure he'll be more than happy to uh, you know discuss with you and you know this this what he just did also shows his passion for teaching which uh, i find really which i would really like to appreciate because you know you're uh, you're you're telling people that you know you're you're sparking curiosity which is something that's really nice of you so thank you so much once again sir and uh, whoever wants to give answers please do reach out to abhishek sir the website's name is wealthcoach.com w e a l t h k o s h.com thank you so much everyone for giving me a valuable time and listening to this episode of the learn from traders podcast if you got to learn something new today and if my podcast added value to your life to your knowledge in any way please do share this podcast with as many people as possible with your friends and your circles on your whatsapp groups with your family 
in your uh, with your boss with your colleagues share it as much as possible and help me grow please because that fuels my motivation it helps me make more and better content for you guys right and th- that's this trust me that's the only motivation i have to be able to make amazing content so that i am able to learn amazing new things from amazing people and to help everyone learn and grow as well so with that we have come to the end of this episode thank you once again do share the do share this podcast do like it and uh, you can also follow my page on instagram it's called learn from traders that's the page's name and uh, on that page i try to make content that's both funny in nature and also informational in nature so if you would like to follow me there please do so it'll be great you'll get uh, good content i promise you you get to learn something new or also i try and make you laugh sometimes and uh, to learn more about mr abhishek's courses that he has to offer on commodities trading as well as other topics do visit his website www.wealthcoach.com w e a l t h k o s h and to share any feedback that you have for me that will help me improve you can dm me on instagram on my page's name i've already mentioned is learn from traders or you can write me an email at nyigpodcast@gmail.com thank you so much once again take care like always i'll say take everything you learn here with a little bit of skepticism and apply it to your life only after understanding the content so thank you so much everyone i hope i am adding value to your life take care stay safe happy trading and investing mm-hmm.